This is Gray Man Media Content. The one-stop destination for all your Gray Man needs. Explore our collection of t-shirts, mugs, hats, and much more. Every purchase you make not only grants you access to awesome products, but also supports our mission to bring you even bigger and better content and support our affiliates directly. We value your feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out to us. We sincerely appreciate your continued support. It is because of you that we can bring you the very best of Gray Man. So don't miss out. Embark on an unforgettable journey with us at graymanmediaco.com. Visit us today and become a part of the Gray Man experience. Welcome back to another episode. How we doing? He's periwinkling. What is YDYM? What the fuck <laughs> is that? This is the first time this thought has entered my mind. So wait a minute. Kevin, don't fire me. What? Get it together. It dissolves in your mouth. And now you have to leave it in. How many river otters? It's a very easy question, too. Well, when you say it like that, I want to hear the peer pressure. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's easy. Oh, is that why I brought the chips? No. Nope. This is the yeah, that's action. I think it's real weird that you like don't want them to have rights. By the way, I think that's really weird, and I can't believe you, honestly you'd even say that. Like Austin. I'm right here. It's real fucked up. Like they're people too. Anyway, yeah. here is the gentleman Are you talking from about the, the other vegans? podcast. Are you talking uh, about the vegans? Because I definitely don't Thomas want the vegans to have rights. Schuler, TJ, Austin, <laughs> Jessica. What episode number is this? Where are you, babe? Well, I would know if it's written <laughs> on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever episode number this is. All right, come on, Thomas. This oh yeah, I'm sure. Holy I'm shit. Uh, episode. 125 for all the people listening at home. Thank you. How we doing today, gentlemen? Great. Great. Can we, can we make sure we keep in the part where I don't want the vegans to have rights? Because I'm not the editor. I don't know why you're saying that to me. No, no, no. This is for post. Jessica, keep in the vegan rights part. <laughs> <laughs> so very good. What's going on, gentlemen? How we doing? Hey, you know. Come um, on now. You can do this, Thomas. How the fuck do I use these buttons? <laughs> well, first, you crawl on the table. Hold on. Here comes and, Devin with the uh, demonstration. I thought you were going to go. This one. Uh, All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. If you click this, this yeah. will open up the library, and there's pages. Your there's pages. so many. Oh, it's going to be a good time. Shit. Wait, so. I'm inebriated. That's me. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> Hell yes. Okay, y- y- y'all talk. I'm just going to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if y'all ain't figured out by now, this is the Shadow Moore Takeover of the Thoughts for the Mothership podcast. I'm TJ. There's so many props. I'm Schuler. I'm Thomas. Oh, Austin. Yeah, it's the squad. What's going on, y'all? So, here's the deal. We wanted to take a chance to get on, obviously, to promote ourselves, but to to give y'all a little bit of a a diversified style of content, right? This is a new crew. I've never done this podcast with Shuler before. I've done it with Thomas. I've done it with Austin. So, Shuler, I'm going to ask you a question I ask to people often. How many river otters do you think it would take to rape you? A lot. <laughs> Wait, how big is a river otter? So we looked this up one time. I wish it would stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So we looked this up one time. Um, a river otter, male, because naturally. Okay. Um, a male river otter can weigh up to about 22 pounds. Right? So I'm thinking fully grown river Question. otters are coming at you. Yes, Austin. Are you insinuating that female river otters are incapable of raping people? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not what I'm insinuating at all. But what I am insinuating is that Schuler, being a male in this case, I'm using the traditional heterosexual definition of sexual assault. So therefore, male on male in this case. <laughs> uh, so how many? Uh, give me a number. 25. 25. No, 21. 20 to hold me down, one to actually do it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> 
man, I'm good at this. <laughs> Hell, yes. Hell yeah. And now that that's out of the way. Uh, also, you just lied to their faces. Wait, what? do you agree? We've done this podcast before. Have we? Yeah, when, when? we talked about Devin doing, selling feet pics for like 40 minutes. Holy shit, we did do that, bro. <laughs> I was fucking high. <laughs> I was intoxicated. Also, do you agree or disagree? I wasn't here for any of the otter conversation. I also was not here for any otter conversation. So here's the deal with this, right? And the, the conversation came up because we were talking about... Wow, we're just like, really rehashing TJ. this. He's just talking about the fucking otters. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, it's, it's an interesting thought that sexual deviancy is a sign of intelligence in the animal community. So dolphins, humans, uh, otters, smart, like, quote-unquote smart animals often are the ones who are sexual deviants. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, if a dolphin wanted to become a sexual deviant at you, the thought is, how long could you go? At you. It, would, yeah. it, would, it would take one. It is more aquatically, like... A, a, yeah, if you're in the water with a dolphin and it wants to rape you, you're done. Yo, that's I'm, on land, I'm, I'm raping the shit out of the dolphin. Whoa! <laughs> I have oh, no. not thought about the implication of an arena. This is the first time this thought has entered my mind. So wait a minute. This new Mortal Kombat game is about to come out, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking this new little mode, create your fighter, but it's create your sexual deviant, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, but like, this is the first time that the thought of an arena had entered my mind. We're like, okay, I could probably take 20 otters on land. I could only, I could maybe, I got two hands, so I could take three otters. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I think, wow, that's, see, that's such an interesting addition to the conversation. I'm so glad that we're all here together. This Just like how we're together when we record our podcast. So, hey, so hold on, so hold on, hold on. How many orcas would it take to rape you? Like, negative, negative one? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I'm on hey. land? <laughs> have I have I told have I told y'all about the dolphin? The the orcas? Have I told you about the orcas? No. Go crazy. Oh, yes. my God. Um... See, you see, it's the water to sperm ratio. It's like you're practically inseminated in certain areas of the ocean. <laughs> like, as soon as you get in, that's over. Am I right? Bro, you have no idea. It doesn't yeah. even... Honestly, with the orcas, it really doesn't even matter that you're in the ocean anymore. They fucking... They got this this family of orcas that's up in the northwest. Up off the coast of, like, Washington, shit like that. Who, who will hunt sea lions. But they don't hunt them like in the water because sea lions swim really, really well, and they, you know, they they get away and shit like that. So it's too hard. They just don't want to do it. They want they're too lazy. They don't want to do that shit. I mean, same. So Jack's what Jack's. they've started doing is waiting for the sea lions to be on land, and then they'll intentionally beach themselves. Wow. To get a fucking snack. This is insane. <laughs> it takes them years to master. Actually, I'm remembering this now. They train their children. Yeah, they train their children from birth to do this. It's insane. They so they don't even start by trying to get sea lions. Oh, that's they'll so start crazy. with like seaweed. They'll put like a seaweed prop there mm -hmm. and and train it to like do it with the seaweed. No. And they'll some some of these orcas. They're so like socially intelligent. They won't even like they'll do it the first time, and then it's so stressful for them they'll never do it again. They just won't try it again. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Literal PTSD. Shit's wild. These orcas are a menace. I'm convinced if they learned how to make tools, we'd only have like 200 years max. Well, and so like it's it's interesting that this like level of uh, this idea of intelligence and wildlife and in animals, right? And it's funny enough. It's so I was doing some prep for Shadowmore the other day. Uh, Shadowmore, if you don't know, is our tabletop role playing game podcast that the four of us are part of. There's a few other folks in there. Um, you should really go check it out. Coming out July 13th. 
as our uh, first episode to drop in there. But I was doing some research for that. And because you all are about to get into a position where you all are going out into the wider world of the story, I was like, okay, let me do some, <laughs> some research on wildlife. Interesting fact about wolves. Okay. Wolves are, by all means, not very intelligent animals in terms of the traditional sense of intelligence. Like, orcas are intelligent, you know. But wolves do do... do, do. <laughs> wolves have a, um, a tendency in their pack tactics to highlight strengths and weaknesses of specific packs. And that's not something I really understood until recently. So, let's say you have a pack that knows they're not fast. That pack and the pack tactics will change from the types of prey that they hunt and things like that. They're more homebodies. <laughs> That's Steve. He he's really good at accounting. <laughs> so you're getting that right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when y'all meet the wolf people that are just a bunch of woods accountants, like <laughs> Is there gonna be a tax evasion wolf? Tax evasion wolf is crazy. <laughs> and he's writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes slowly. <laughs> Absolutely, does. No, it's stuff like that though. Like when I when I set out to say I'm gonna make a world for a tabletop role playing game experience, trying to keep stuff like that realistic when the real world is that crazy that there are orcas that can jump on land to catch sea lions, but some of them get too stressed out to do it. Yep. I can really do anything I want and say it's realistic. Like they can communicate with like humpback whales to to like to what is it when you have like what is it like uh, sonar? No, it's like what cowboys do to like sh- herd them. They yeah. like herd krill and mm-hmm. like salmon and shit like that and the the hump like with the humpback whales and they'll come and fucking snap those salmon. It's insane. Yep. Their echolocation is so precise. They can tell How precise is it? Hit the fucking button. <laughs> I wanted to know what that one said. They, they can literally with their echolocation, pick out a certain species of salmon that lives around five other very similar, closely related species of salmon, and just pick out that specific salmon because that's the one they prefer. They can surgically remove the liver of a great uh, yes. white shark yeah. mm-hmm. by flipping it upside down and then surgically removing it with their teeth. It's insane! Surgically insinuates they're like scalpel. Mm-hmm. 20 cc's. <laughs> they're like those fucking orcas that are masked up underwater. A fucking they're, they're a fucking menace, dog. I swear to God. Man. Detecting salmon? Like the specific salmon? Specific, yeah, specific, species. specific salmon. Imagine so, if dating was that easy. <laughs> Fuck. Go on. I mean, it is, isn't it? Right. <laughs> okay, I can use that for something. It wasn't appropriate now, oh but I will God. later. Alright. <laughs> we'll use these tools later. I guess, <laughs> I guess we, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but let's get into the reason we're here now that we're past our animal intelligence and deviancy conversation. I still have the buttons. Don't... No, yeah, Thomas yeah, still yeah. has the buttons. Be prepared. Yeah. Um, some folks were on here last time. Was it you two, right? Austin yeah, and Shorter? All three of us. All three, all three yeah. y'all were on here mm-hmm. last time talking about it, so I want yeah, to kind of... get left out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, imagine having to work two jobs. Um, But I, I wanted to kind of go a little further than the conversation that was last time and really just talk about what what is Shadowmoor? But I wanted to ask you all. You all have been playing in this world for what three months now? Four months almost, right? Something like that. Close, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, since February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to ask you all before I get into it as the creator of the world, and we'll just go we'll go around the table a little bit. But what is Shadowmoor to you? Hit me up, Shula. What is Shadowmoor to you? Something that I'm trying not to ruin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Give us more, Shula. 
it's a world where anything can happen and things can go awry very, very quickly. And you have to be prepared for the worst case scenario at all times. So you got to watch your back and make sure you're not doing I anything. That... I don't know. This whole adventuring thing hasn't really been that hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the bit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah too crazy. <laughs> but, but you'd say it's realistic in that regard. Yes, very. In, in which you can fuck things up very easily. And TJ's already had to, as a dungeon, not dungeon, game master, say, hey, like, this is what I should do. I'm going to give you a pass this time. But we got one. Yeah, we got one. We all get one. There, everyone has a ticker. Had a tally mark next to their name in my book. Really? There's only two tally marks that have not been crossed off for everybody getting their one. So there are two people who haven't gotten a tick. Yep. Am I one of them? I think so. Yeah, you're one yes! of them. <laughs> you and Parker. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's go. Big big pod. Big you pod. used your one on session zero. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Um, but no, t- so. Then the concept we're touching on is like a lot of when you play uh, tabletop role playing games that are very D and D adjacent is that you can have groups that tend to be murder hobos. Hold on, pause. Why your face look like that? What the fuck is your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! I think your face is beautiful, Thomas. (laughs) She's has a little tonal reset. You, you just look like you're having a stroke for a second. No, but, but break, <laughs> I was you, were, you were going on a good tangent. Break it down. It's, well, I done fucking forgot now. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like at the session. No, you were talking about how, um, and something that happens at a lot of tabletop tables. Ooh, murder hobos. Yes. When you become a murder hobo, and when you play the game, you play it like at peak efficiency, where you just like kill everything. It's like you're going to win the game that way. And that's what makes a lot of game masters and dungeon masters really mad, is that you don't interact with the world. You just fucking kill everything. So, what at least Jacob has learned so far is that's what you shouldn't do. Or yeah, else yeah, there yeah. will be major yeah, repercussions yeah. and you might never get to play that character again. Don't do that. <laughs> Jail for life. You could die. We yeah. can just have short cameos of Darmos talking like these in jail. Speaking of cameos, come check out it's either episode four or five cameo by Nate fucking Holly. That's right. That's Long time right. followers of the show know my man. He came back after getting out of basic to come vo- uh, voice a guest character based on the character he was going to have in the show before yep. he went to the Marines. That's right. That's right. He did a great job. He did. It was a he good did. time. It was really good. Um, some really good. Some really good improv work on his behalf because I did not prepare him very much at all for that and he really ran with that. Nope. And good, good improv work on your all's behalf to take whatever ridiculous stuff that he threw out there and really run with that. It was primarily me and him because our characters were supposed to be <laughs> brothers. Yes. And yeah. we got to live a little bit out. It was very cathartic, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, uh, and I guess cut, peek it up there. What's, what is Shadow Moore to you, Thomas? It's it's literally almost like uh, playing an actual game or getting into a series where there's a world very different from yours because I'm learning a lot about not necessarily you, TJ, but I'm learning a lot about this thing that you have created and how it reflects in you, and I, I, I love it. I just it's it has certain races represented. It's important in how they reflect real people in the world, like certain cultures, and it's really, really awesome how you also want to put in those uh, very realistic consequences for things happening. It's like this is a world that matters. This isn't like we're getting together to play this like book that tells us like what setting we're in and blah blah blah. TJ is like guiding us through it, and it's. It's so exciting. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Pick it up, Austin. What is it to you? It It's honestly just something I really like exploring. And, like, I love... 
I love like grand epic books and things like that. And this is like that to the nth degree because it's something that we're kind of creating it at, like not necessarily as we're going, but like we're we're building relationships. We're building, you know, you know, obviously you're not going to have every little itty bitty detail pointed out. That's going to be made as we're going. That's mm-hmm. going to be made and, and continued on within, you know, the continuity that we're that that we're doing. And it's just really exciting to just get to be a part of creating that and and working with you all to 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 figure out what this is going to be and what end game like what we're kind of building to because there is you know obviously a lot of hidden history that we've already started touching on and you know we don't know what's going to happen in the future but it's just super exciting to just be able to be like yeah now this is something that we can just play in like and explore and and sandbox it and then we can learn a lot about yeah. and also somebody dropped this bit at the last session is like yeah you can like say things like that your character would say about the world around them and things that they've experienced and you know if we need to cut it we will but if it just makes sense in the world then we'll do that so in fact my character is going to be horribly racist <laughs> incredibly racist in the context of Shadowmoor, let's let's yeah, well, yeah sorry sorry <laughs> in, in the pretend tabletop game that we play yeah um so those are great answers and thank you that made me feel really good as someone who created this space um but I think if I had to put a word to it, what Shadowmore is to me, um, I, not a word, but some words to it. Shadowmore is the collection of my experience as a fantasy nerd, an anthropologist, and a person who likes things that make sense. I tried to combine those three things, right? My love for history and culture and the development of cultures. My love for this weird, stupid fantasy genre that these that all of us here enjoy. And shit that makes sense, because sometimes I play a lot of tabletop games, not just D&D, not just Pathfinder. I've played a lot of different ones. There's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense in those games. So I tried very hard to make a world that eliminates those things, but still has the feeling of fantasy, still has the feeling of that epic scale that you were talking about, or this deep lore, you know. Uh, How long have we been working on this now? Shoot. Four, uh, four or five years. This, it, yeah. honestly, it kind of well, was a thought that we had on this show, yeah. and then and then it just kind of snowballed, and mm-hmm. we've just every year we've just gotten progressively more and more ideas, and just kind of been throwing yeah, it together. Absolutely, it's not just lore, but developing our own game systems. Which for me, if for those of you who don't play a lot of tabletop games, um, we this is we are not playing in an existing module like we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons on the table. We're Out not of the playing book. Pathfinder. <laughs> I've taken elements from all of these different RPGs that I've played and put them together. Nothing published, nothing official, but just taking rules that make sense to eliminate some of the rules that don't make sense, and then I've made them fit together in this weird thing that we call Shadowmore. Uh, so it's unique in that sense, but you know, finding <laughs> you know when I started developing shadow more i did about 70 hours of research on historical state level societies and like what societies what do they look like how does culture develop okay now let me lead the <laughs> let me read lord of the rings let me read game of thrones let me read aragon i read those three series God, i love Aragon. one of my favorites so good. yeah I, I need to find my books because i lost them i have them all at the house if you want them <gasps> um, but i read those three series to see what are three different examples of fantasy Um, And then I put all of that research and all of that reading together before I ever wrote a page. 
of anything Shadowmoor. And that, and then seeing it play out on the table and you all, who didn't do that research, who didn't do the reading that I did, but you all get it. You all get it very quickly. I'm like, oh shit, this is it. That's that catharsis moment. When you have a moment as your character and you say, Thomas says something uh, really in character that fits to the history of the world that I may not have ever thought about, but I like what he says. I make a note and it's now part of the history. Uh, It's an ever evolving world in terms of the history that has happened. And then like Austin said, you all are creating the future for what this is going to be. And that's really exciting. Do you want to give any examples? One of the things I can't speak for your character specifically, but Parker, uh, who is not here today, um, he is playing a character who is an orc, and the orc society is based off of the Chinese Qin Empire. And he said something about ancestor worship that was already kind of known, but he made such a deep emotional connection to his ancestor worship that I just made it part of the lore that that was a standard practice in their religion. Because it hit me. I was like, oh, that's there he goes being good. <laughs> so those kinds of things, those moments are what really get me excited. Um, it, it I got to stay on my toes. I got to take good notes. I got to listen to our recordings. But you all are so good as players. And as you all are smart enough as people, all of you all, even the dumbest of you, mm-hmm. make things that happen and make it happen that makes sense. It's like, oh, I listen back to the unedited sessions like, oh, that's good. So now Lefty's working on making edit sessions. I'm like so excited to start hearing that and start putting that stuff out. Um, and I think I think we're all at that space right now. Yep, mm-hmm. very much so. What's been the nothing spoilery, nothing major? It's the funniest thing that's happened to you. I'm gonna ask different questions to each of you. Can we can we use names that we're comfortable with? Yes. Okay. Funniest thing that's happened to you in Shadowmore so far? Say it. Definitely. The adaptation of randomly holding my brother with a leash uh, in a world where cats are supposed to have leashes. Or at least a town. A town, because we're <laughs> in the, <laughs> only the first town. <laughs> Got you. What's been the most excited you've been during the session? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, come back to me. Okay, we'll come back. What has happened during a session that has piqued your own interest the most? Like you, not Learn, you, not learning, the character. Learning you about the Sears. Le- learning about the Sears. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems like a really interesting organization that that we can not necessarily, like, not necessarily be like at the forefront of anything, but like s- still like keep peeking little like Easter eggs of like they're just here. I don't know. That seems like main plotline shit to me. You're a main plotline. There is no such Thank thing you. as a plotline in this. Well, you're, it is just a world. It's a world happens. that you all are in. Stuff is happening that may or may not involve you all. Well, excited for you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the stuff I'm excited for. Then I want to talk about one more thing. Yeah. So uh, the stuff I got excited for is honestly I like combat in tabletop role playing games like a lot. It's probably one of my favorite facets of it, and especially now that I'm actually playing a martial character. Yeah. And in Shadowmore, it's brutal. Like people can die way easier than a lot of other tabletop. Uh, games and so when we got to like the first big fight involving all of us and my character <laughs> gets to go around chopping limbs off it was fucking rad <laughs> it was awesome it was pretty rad it was it was cool as shit but you know you know what my most yeah. favorite recent thing was was when we all had a uh the typical like anime episode where like we're all in a bathhouse <laughs> <laughs> And we like trauma dumped in like bonded characters together my character is a fucking robot <laughs> 
I got a massage by a very hearty yeah. Russian man. Yes, yeah. you did. <laughs> Fucking so, Parker's character, the orc, decided to hide everyone's clothes. <laughs> yeah. My character, Agrippa, he's like, are you going to do it? You're going to hide my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of moments of, you know, we've been able to have really high stakes moments and then some, um, not immediately, but to work down into those relaxation moments as well. We've spent almost as much time in downtime so far as we have in um, actual plot development. Mm -hmm. But I have not gotten bored as a DM. The folks that I've had listened to it, they've told me they haven't gotten bored as listeners to the unedited things. So I'm hoping that editing makes that even better. Um, and it's, it's, it is funny to take those tropes like, oh, here's a funny anime trope, like a bathhouse. Or to take tropes that exist outside of tabletop games and put them in and see how you all react to them I've, I've thrown a couple euros way and it's been funny every time to see like oh okay this person recognizes what this is does everybody else yet or what's gonna happen here you also asked like are you are you all going to the bathhouse like like you really wanted to see if we were all gonna go and <laughs> mm -hmm. we were like yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um it's funny it's listening back to yourself i don't listen to myself a ton unless i do something like this podcast or mm -hmm. But listening to myself talk, I hated it two months ago. I now get excited to listen to myself, to take notes from myself, and to, to take notes on you all because I'm excited about what we're doing. And I've never had anything do that to me before. I can't speak for you all, but for me, I'm like, man, I can't wait to hear me some me. That's, like, <laughs> that's my homework after every session, dog. I listen to it over the week and write down notes. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that we're all taking it seriously, right? This started with a group of players that we called the dudes and mm -hmm. we were playing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign together. What? Tyranny of Dragons. Tyranny of Dragons. We were playing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign together and some of us were like, man, we, we're funny. This is fun. We could record this. We don't have to be nothing special, but we could record it. And then I think you and I came on this podcast. We were like, we could record and release it. Mm -hmm. And then like these ideas, they take piece and piece and piece and over five years you know, I was a freshman in college. I've now graduated college. I have kids now, right? Life has developed outside of this, but Shadowmore has developed too. I didn't know you when I started working no, on Shadowmore, Shuler. You didn't know me for more than half the time you've been working on Shadowmore. Right. So, Sh so much of life has changed. Shuler literally got into this by, I asked him to be in Tyranny of Dragons with no intent of him being on the podcast. And then somehow it just he was just like, yeah, I'm going to be on the podcast. And they were like, all right, cool. And then somebody just, dropped out. The somebody dropped out. There was out. a story there. Somebody dropped out. And I had a list. Of, I had a short list of players who I like. Because I had been playing with Schuler mm -hmm. before you all started playing together. Mm -hmm. He had been in my campaign. And I really like the way that Schuler plays D&D. So I was like, I bet he'd be good at Shadowmore. And... Then we did a Shadowmore trial run. And... <laughs> he was part of the group that I playtested Shadowmore with. He was the only member of that group. There were two members. They both are now on the podcast. It's um, um, Luciano and then you. You all came together. You were the only two that took it seriously. And you took it seriously. You explored the system. And I learned more from you two and that little four session thing we did than I had in five years of making the actual system. Um, and I was like, okay, I want those two. So then I asked them, I think that night that it got done, yeah. I asked you all and both of y'all were like, yeah, let's do it. And it was it's all it's been on from there. It's history, baby. You know, we've added people, dropped people. Um I got a list of folks that I've I've asked already to be NPCs. So this is happening, it's going down. 
and being able to start involving other people, like having Nate on, like you said, having Nate as a cameo. I have cameos planned for specific dates down the road through the summer. It's going to get goofy. <laughs> it's going to get real goofy, but also... I, I don't mean goofy to say that the the show will be goofy. I mean it's going to get. Oh, it's I get to involve. Oh, it's going to be goofy, <laughs> but not entirely. But we get to involve other people now. We get to bring other people in. People who I didn't know at the time of making Shadow More, but I know now, and I could be like, oh, you can play this specific role. Uh, t- new characters will come in. Things like that. I'm excited for that. I mean, I, yeah. So, so Devin, when are you going to voice a character? When are you going to voice somebody? Whenever y'all will have me. Hell ah! yes. That's all you had to say. You don't know what you just signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I really have been enjoying it. Um, Like we said, it does. Our our first episodes will be dropping July 13th. Uh, It'll they'll drop weekly. Uh, We do. We did some things called session zeros, which are individual character introductions in this sense. So we'll drop those first. And then after that, uh, those will drop in batches. So it'll be two session zeros, two session zeros the next week. And then the week after that will be our first actual episode as a full group. Uh, so coming out in July, this is happening. We're doing it. Shadow Moore is here, baby. Do you want to preview some of the differences in like the combat? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for those of you who have played D&D before, I get bored easily as a DM <laughs> and as a player for the specifically the martial system, but combat in general and fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, not to say it's bad. It's just repetitive. Very much. So it's simple. It's very simple, which is good. If you've been playing for a short amount of time, I've been playing D and D since I was seven. (laughs) So it's different now. And I've had, I wanted something more engaging. So I analyzed a couple different fighting systems and I made my own martial system that has, Actions, reactions, bonus actions for uh, if you're armed, unarmed, armed with a ranged weapon. Uh, I have a I replace the feature system with perks. I created perk trees that go into individual specialties that each of the characters have taken and enhance either their martial or their RP abilities. Uh, so things like that have existed in the world since we started playing. And now that we're leveling up a little bit, we're really getting to the point where we can start playing with that. With that perk tree, I'm a motherfucking samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Um, that martial artist perk that Agrippa has. I studied actual forms of martial arts and decided, okay, Aido. The, it's a martial art that's sword-based but starts from a sheathed position. Well, how would that work mechanically in a tabletop game? And spent hours trying to work that out. And, I, you know, early on, I was really trying to make it really balanced. And then I, I thought about it, and it was the thought, and I say it often. If you've ever played the Modern Warfare 2 that came out in 2009, yep. <laughs> if everything is broken, if everybody can run around with doll 1897s and an ACR class that has no recoil and a one-shot intervention and one-man army noob tubes, then nothing is broken. So everyone is powerful, but because everyone is powerful, it's all evened out. Mm-hmm. But not powerful in the conventional sense of a Dungeons and Dragons game. Powerful in the sense of a world war. Like, if you have a sword and you stab somebody, they're going to die. You mm-hmm. don't have to do 800 damage in a turn. You really only have to do like five or six if you stab them in the right place. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of realism I wanted to bring it into it. Or just yeet that hoe at them. Or just throw the sword at the innocent man. Like someone it, has innocent, done. Innocent is a, <laughs> innocent's a broad Well... Term. 
you know what? <laughs> if you want to make the decision yourself, you listen to episode one, motherfucker. <laughs> he is innocent. And I like that I, that we have a world that we can ask that question and not really know the answer to it without getting to know people. I tried to avoid tropey characters in the sense of like good, evil. There are some clearly evil characters because we got to have bad guys. But even they got a point. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that as a character, I had tried, I, I've stopped this guy trying to mug somebody like three times <laughs> that like we just passed by him in the street and you gave actual reasoning for the reason he's like stealing from people. And then we like convinced him to not fucking do that anymore. So far. Maybe. It's kind of yet to be determined. It's more like a, I sure hope that works out. (laughs) If you belong to the streets, you belong to the streets. (laughs) So I'm excited. I think we're... (laughs) No, no, no. Hold on. No, God, please, no. (laughs) That one's better. As of time of recording, we are at a position where the world is really about to open up to you all as players. And (laughs) I think that I'm... I'm like foaming at the mouth for the next two sessions that we record because the decisions that you all make will affect what happens for the next 40 sessions. And I really am so excited for that. So yeah, you all have been kind of in the tutorial town is what I've been calling it. Cause you know, tropes like a video game. You have a tutorial area before you go get to the big scary stuff. Well, you all are about to leave that tutorial area and I'm going to take the gloves off. You all have had enough time with the game now where it can get good. Cause hard. this has been super easy so far. So far. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what y'all been struggling with. <laughs> to, be, to be perfectly honest, I've not had much struggle either, but... <laughs> Some people have really had a lot of struggle, like two tons of struggle directly on top of them. Yeah, Exerted yeah, yeah, directly yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of them. <laughs> we should stop. We should stop. We should stop. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's a fun system, and it's, it's fun in the sense that there are stakes. Stakeless combat is boring to me. If it's boring to me as a DM, it's boring to me as a player, I'm not going to record myself be bored. Stakeless sounds hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> vegan I, combat. I am without... Yeah, I was like, these damn vegan, <laughs> damn vegan combats. God damn it. Ruin combat my TTRPG. Just potatoes, no meat. You don't get meat and potatoes. You're fucking potatoes. <laughs> You're fucking potato boy. Ah. <laughs> Fuck potato boy! I forgot about potato boy. Yeah, that's not a current character. But not that a was, current character. Potato boy's a fucking vegan. <laughs> the well, lore just got deep in so much. Yeah, you remember when you named a character after me, and he was literally <laughs> a fucking a sexual deviant. <laughs> he was intelligent in the animal community, is what you, we like to say. Remember when you played Shelby as a character for a one shot? Yeah, I just impersonated one of our friends and just played as them. For the, whole, <laughs> for the whole shot. We have a lot of... Then that's... I hope that good time comes across to people who don't who don't know us or don't know us as well or are not there when we record it. But, like, I've had my fiancé listen to a couple of the unrecorded episodes and I've heard her laughing her ass off from the other room. And I'm like, okay. So it's funny after context if you know us. So now I'm hoping to expand that to be like, mm-hmm. oh, even if you don't know us, this shit's just funny. I've, I was telling Thomas on the way over here, I was like, man, we really should have... Since we have the four of us taking over... We should have just had, like, a little three-person one-shot. I would have done that so quickly. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Like, a little hour-long one-shot just to preview what we're doing. Yeah. And I literally thought about it on the way over here, and I was like, I wonder if TJ can prep that real quick. <laughs> you guys are doing seasons, right? That's right. Oh, so season two promo. That's what sounds, it sounds like we like just me. found out the, let's, the thing. Let's go. Let's go. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I love it, though. Very, very good. <laughs> My people, contact your people. <laughs> 
I, I really do enjoy it. I really hope that if you all choose to come and listen to us, um, we will we will post a t- uh, teaser. I, I don't know where they're gonna put it in post, but there will be a teaser that plays. Um, if you choose to come and join us, just have a good time with us. Link in the description. Link in the description. Well, That's wit- right. Witness us grow as. Like as working on our art, no, because that's the one of the coolest parts to me is the fact that we can come back to this every week and like we can actually work on being better at making this a show. Devin, can I can I put my OnlyFans link in the description? Can we put Devin's OnlyFans link? Yeah, go go buy Devin's feet pics. On it's really crazy that he's been selling feet pics lately. Like it's crazy, right? I don't know what really made him change his mind. He was so fervent on not doing it. That's how he. That's how he's able. He's gonna upgrade the table. That's how he's. That's how he's. <laughs> I forget how to use it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. So he check us out, Shadow Morph. The other day, <laughs> shut up, Shadow Morph. July thirteenth. Check us out. Let's get. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Promo complete. That was great. That was great. That's not even what I expected oh when I pressed that. Oh my god, that was so funny, dude. Alright. This portion of Thoughts from the Mothership is brought to you by Transistor.fm. It is the ultimate podcast hosting platform that empowers creators to share their passion, inspire their audiences, and build their podcast empire. With Transistor.fm, you'll get unlimited podcast hosting, so you can upload as many episodes as your heart desires. It's time to let your creativity flow without any limits. Transistor.fm is not just a platform, it's a community. Join our workshops, connect with like-minded creators, and learn from industry experts who will help you take your podcast to the next level. Use the link in the description below to get started today. Let's get back into it. I have a question for y'all. Yeah. Unrelated to anything we were just talking about. Yeah, what you got for me? Hit me. (laughs) Get it together. (laughs) God damn it. I, fuck, I can't fucking stand you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have a question for y'all unrelated to anything we just talked to, talked about. Have any of you all ever been to a history museum? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's, give me, where have you all been to? Where? What museums? Frazier. I don't know. I was a kid. Uh, I think the most recent one I went to was uh, St. Louis, like the Arch Museum. Okay. Okay. Great examples of history museums. Thank you. I saw a story. It could very well be fake, but I'm going to take it as at face value because it's the internet. And say so it might <laughs> be really might the be internet. Fake. Yeah, Bruh. I saw the story. On the- <laughs> and what I saw on the internet was that they are going to be making a history museum dedicated to the history of sex work. Would you all go to the history of sex work museum? Absolutely. Are they going to have glory yeah, holes? But I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a wrong thing to ask? Oh, no! Because <laughs> if they do, I'm totally going. Oh, oh man. What, I didn't do you have see to be that 18, coming. Do you have to be 18 plus to get in there? I did not read the requirements for entry. I apologize. I did not come as prepared as Sorry, I would like to Sorry, do you have to, to be the age of consent in your state? <laughs> I, yeah, well, this is a sad thing to say that that's sometimes Depends. lower than 18. <laughs> it's a good reason to cross the bridge. Um, <laughs> I would go, but only with the homies. So you wouldn't take your girl to the History of Sex Work Museum? Absolutely not. I think it'd be so <laughs> Just funny. do the easy things. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> We all talked about that on this show. <laughs> that was a, that was from this show. Yeah, oh, really? Okay, yeah. call back then. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> Good God, Thomas, would you go to the History of Sex Work Museum? Yeah, absolutely. It sounds awesome. What would you, would you go? To, I, I gave my answer. I want to learn about famous historical figures in sex work. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rad. Ron Jeremy. Fucking, uh, what's that guy's name? Johnny Sins. Y'all seen that Bob's Burger <laughs> episode where the guy's in love with the mannequin? Why'd you, you only name happen? guys? That's hilarious. What do you, mean? <laughs> you think that's gonna happen? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, no. That's not what I thought that was. <laughs> oh, man. That's man. what Thomas sounds like when he goes to bed. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Austin comes and gives me a big sloppy wet kiss and I go <laughs> Well the but you gotta put the punctuation in there. Austin comes, period, and gives me a sloppy wet kiss. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a soundboard for the podcast, that's what I'm hearing. For our podcast. No, no, we'd be too stupid. Le- we'd be Levi too would go stupid. way too wild with that. Yeah, he'd, he'd, go, yeah, he'd go way yeah, too wild with that. We actually Lefty would go crazy. This has been our one excuse to ever try to be serious playing a game like that, and like, if, if this was here, we'd be too far gone. Do you need an excuse to be serious? Yes. <laughs> I spent because the rest every of my time life being tr- silly. Every time either Austin or TJ tried to tell us to be serious during sessions, didn't fucking happen. Not at all. Yeah, it's never worked. It took us being recorded to to even try. It's the eternal game master's curse of like, oh, I have this world that I really love and I'm invested so much time into preparing. Oh, you guys want to shit on the monkey? Okay, cool. Good talk. <laughs> like <laughs> Something that I heard recently that's really been helping me, like staying in character, is you as a person can find what's going on as fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Your character can. Yeah. And that's a concept that a lot of people fail to um, fail to, even if they understand it, to execute it. It takes practice. It does. It does. That's why we're getting better. S- we're speaking as an actor, like outside of this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom's been known plays. Yeah, not so many plays. Mm-hmm. He's a player. I'm technically a professional because yep. I got paid for that boat gig. Oh, I'm he's a professional a whole actor. Professional actor. Mm-hmm. Damn. You got IMDb? No. Damn. You want to make it for me? I am do but. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> you sure what? are, buddy. Who am I to deny your dreams? <laughs> Confirm TJ's dick butt. <laughs> I ain't talking about dick butt in a minute. Oh, shit. Question. Question that came up at my job today. Mm-hmm. Best meme you got going right now. What is it? Best meme? Yeah, what's like the funniest meme to you right now? Come back to me. Okay. I heard this one from Christian. He's been on this show. I don't think I've told TJ. So, TJ. I'm going to pull my nose. Uh, hold on, TJ. I <laughs> yeah. think I think I got a, I think I have a superpower, dog. What's that? Every time I eat ass, my eyes turn pink. <laughs> Courtesy of Christian. That's stupid. I love it. He had me fucking rolling, I and I've been telling it. everyone. And he's like, "So I heard you've been telling that joke to everybody." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's really good." <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We have some, we have some very <laughs> breaking news. What you got for me? So okay, it looks read like it? yeah. I'm a, let me. I'm just reading it. Give me a second. In March of 20... Oh, my God. What are you doing? Bro, can you figure out what the fuck you're doing over there before you get our attention? Get it together. Jamie, get it together. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. Suffer, I guess. There it is. All right, I'm going to read this to you. This is about the sex work museum I was talking about. 
In March of 2020, a glass storefront facade barely contained the curiosity outside a new art exhibit in the historic New York City of the Greenwich Village. People passing by paused to look at the window display of the sex workers pop-up, where they saw a bed <laughs> leaning against a pink wall with a red sign proclaiming sex work is a work. Pop-up, you say? The pop-up exhibit was sponsored by Open Society Foundations and co-designed with sex worker activists. It featured 21 artists from 10 different countries. Visitors were given the opportunity 21. to listen to artists and sex workers themselves about how they are advocating for labor protections and human rights. So it was not a history museum. Excuse me. It was an artistic expression. Thank you, sir. Oh, the, the I reason really I wanted a museum. The reason I laughed <laughs> was, was not about the sex work. was about I wasn't following along when I was looking back. And then you just said pause. I thought you just said pause. <laughs> <laughs> the, the professionally written article. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what it was. So that is a thing that happened. Um, oh, yeah. I would be interested in a history museum for sex work, though. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would even go to that too. That sounds cool. Yeah. Can we have uh, otters at the? <laughs> <laughs> that's the. That's how you leave the museum. You got to go through the room full of fifty fight otters. Through, yeah. <laughs> I have. I have my favorite meme pulled up. All right. Let me. Let me see it. Okay. So it's this. Uh, it's this picture of a. Uh, of a prehistoric animal coming from the water on the land as mm -hmm. though he's evolving. Mm -hmm. And it says, my ass would have stayed in the primordial soup if I knew there were going to be days like this. <laughs> That's good. good. That's good. I like it. Okay. I like it. Man, I guess I'll actually look up a meme on my phone. <laughs> I, just, I just told a joke. I'm a stand-up comedian. God, you're so talented. Professional actor, stand-up comedian. I'm not going to lie to you. Send me that. Send me that right now. Yeah, I got Send me you. that. Man, right I would talk about my favorite <laughs> memes, but I go into my camera roll and it's just a picture of. <laughs> Why are you, what is it? It's just, a, it's just a picture of. Why what, are you what's the, first the big recommended? It knew. What's a, what's the big cat? The a, big cat. Yeah. A lion? No. <laughs> a tiger? No. That. A pussy? No. Oh. So flopper. Flopper, that cat. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh my Yo! god! Yo, what's on the screen? Yo, Devin's putting. Wait, can we up. play that? Play that. I can't hear it. Turn, the, turn the, the the thing up. Oh, the phone one. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. Yeah, pause it. Go ahead. That was good. That was good. And I was gonna say that, yeah, I'd gladly uh, talk about oh. memes from my phone, but I go my into my camera God. roll and it's just a picture of like a big cat, like in paint, and it says "my balls." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the shit I like or I laugh at on my phone just isn't funny. Oh man, it's not yeah, sensical. There's, yeah, there's just no reason. In for abstract, it to be funny. it's yeah. <laughs> I know we're unfunny people. Please listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> uh, no, good God, that's so to fuck funny. around is human. To right. find out is divine. Right. Find okay. God before he finds we're gonna, you. We're going to draw straws. What are we drawing straws for? Or are we just drawing straws? Suck and tossing. Austin's not going to tell us until we draw him. Um, if it's a blind draw, it's a blind draw. I just thought it was, I wanted to what? see if it was open or not. Okay. Keep, so keep, we got the green light from gonna, the boss. Finish out your bit. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, whoever is the shortest has to eat some of this hot sauce first. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. gonna we're gonna do a deboxing of this hot sauce. Alright, all right, here we go. All right, all right. Come on, baby. We're doing couch burger, by the way. Shit. <laughs> oh, is that why I brought the chips? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty Devin, that's come pretty draw good. a straw, oh, motherfucker. Oh, this is your oh, show. Oh, that's not as long as Jacob's. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. Fuck. Devin! Yeah! 
Yes! He hasn't even been here the whole time. That's great. That's oh, thank God. I was so terrified when I pulled this shit. This is the best <laughs> thing you've ever added to the studio, by the way. Is it happening now? Let's do it. All right, you want a mic, get, the get the couch right. burner. Which one am I doing? Couch burner. All right, so y'all gonna draw straws for the next one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah we're yeah, gonna yeah, do for promos sure. okay. for all of them. Yeah, right? absolutely. Let's do it. Hey, Norse Hog, email me. Do you wanna grab the mic? We, oh we appreciate you hey, for being uh, a redacted. company, and we would really appreciate your financial support uh, as we are really enjoying your products, Norse Hog. You wanna show these off, or you just show them Do you wanna grab the black magic or no? me and you were gonna do. Okay, all right. Actually, yeah, matter of fact, Jessica, grab the fucking camera. Jesus <laughs> Baby, please, I love you. <laughs> hey. I, don't, I don't think she's gonna do it. All right, should I, Thomas? Should I clear these packing peanuts again? Like yeah, yeah. Don't. Wait, no. Jericho's gonna try to fucking eat them again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, 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 don't kill the dog. Or Thomas. Hey, your dog's a fucking again. idiot. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna finish that? Two hours later. <laughs> all right, all right. We gotta, we gotta draw the next Thomas. Oh god! Yeah, are these like hot, hot, hot? A couple of them. No, are. no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, the one you definitely don't want to lose, TJ, is this one. Let's draw that one next. I love that one. Oh fuck that, that's dude! My, that's my favorite one. This shit's called Surter's Wrath. Yeah. <laughs> that's white <Yeah>. people devil. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that, dude! White wow. people devil. That's is the one we're drawing. Hilarious. Definitely. Now we we right, end right, on that right. one. Okay, you sure? Norse Hall, yeah. fucking email me back. Please, please email us back. Let's go. Ooh, look at this man. That's a lot of hot sauce. That Couch was burner. That was a Reaper hefty mango. Bug. I love Reaper, and I love. Mango. What did you write? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what did you just say? You just said what Redacted. now? Yeah. Set of honors. I never eat hot sauce on Is it this good? fucking show. Is it good? Because I hate fucking doing it. This is really good. Yeah? This is commitment. All right. We're drawing the next. Really, all right. Really the next. <sighs> all right. Because we're moving down. We're moving yeah, down. yeah. The next, next? is gonna, next is service wrath. You know what the worst thing is? We're doing one, one of us is next? not going to have to try a hot sauce. Please, God. Yeah, one of y'all motherfuckers lucked out. I Come can't handle hot sauce. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Nice <laughs> knock him over. Oh, yeah. It's definitely me. Hit me. That's pretty good. Nope. It's me. Oh, it's oh. Austin. Oh, Jesus. Here, I'll shuffle God, you, thank you. you eat. I already know I like this one though. Good for you. I, I would y'all if y'all want to see me die on camera as promo for the Sir, goddamn for Surter's Wrath. Surter's Wrath is actually a good hot sauce. It's really really good. So Nigga, I doing? don't trust anything called Surter's Wrath. He destroyed Ragnarok or destroyed Ragnarok. He destroyed Asgard, way, bro. That looks a lot more red than the last bottle me and you had. This one? Yeah. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> Sorry. We should probably no, reopen these. Here, open this one. If we're gonna try them, let's pre-open them for the for the meme. All right, I got, a nice, little, open them. got right. a nice little dab here. Nice little dab. Little I wish dab. I had a nice dab. Chill. We don't do that here. Am I missing a straw? <laughs> mm. I think there was already one slot empty. Oh, oh, I, I hate that. that. I hate that I heard it in such high definition. Sensational. Okay. We're on the last two. Let's draw. So is Thomas taking any? Yeah, I'm, we've just been passing to draw, and then the we're drawing straws. We got two left. I draw last. We got this. Uh, what's the other one? What's that one? That's the one you just had with Surter's Red. No, no, no. The oh, one what's the one you're holding, Shuler? Are you just uh, doing that because you don't know how to say that? Habanero ginger peach. Nah, I'd eat that. That's the one I don't want to eat. I'm not I a eat big a ginger, ginger peach. Fan. I'm sorry. If I'm this one next. Around, okay. What is this one? Ghost and jalapeno. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I thought it was funny. I, you know, fuck me. Oh, my God. 
I was too focused on drawing a straw. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, well, that's me. It's me. It's my turn. Oh, no, no, no. Siggins Venom. Okay. We're going to give her a try. We're going to give her a try. How do you say that word? Siggins? S-I-G-Y-N apostrophe S. Okay. Is that the one we couldn't figure out how to say it last time? Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's why I asked him if he just wanted to go Ooh, to the next that's one. that's a big look. Why okay. would you do such I a thing? I didn't mean to. Oh, well. I think in spirit of fairness, me and Jacob should be the only ones to draw this one. That That is, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fucking look at the hand. Wait a minute, though. That's tasty, Sorry. though. I'm telling you, dog. They make good hot sauce. I didn't think, I expected this to be absolute buns. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm God damn it. Yes. I don't like gin. Yes! <laughs> it do got some kick to it in the aftermath. Thomas but the, the initial lottery. taste was good, though. They make good stuff. I won yeah. the motherfucking lottery! <laughs> oh, smell that air! Yeah, couldn't you just drink it like booze? Oh, yeah, I would not enjoy this one. What's that one? The Surtur's Wrath. Oh, at, so the, uh, at the time of recording, um, they just released their hard cider. So if so you all are in the... The same uh, company? Yes, so if you all are in there. Yeah, the Carolinas does, uh, or the Virginias, or in that that area of the of the states. Go and grab that. All right, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my tail. Hanging out yeah, with little boy skins. I see. Cake a carrot cake. You That'd be it? good in some chili. Man, why do people be putting anything in chili, bro? I love hot sauce. Y'all be chili. putting corn in it, hot sauce, no, that's peanut no. butter, what? chocolate. I don't put no corn in that shit. I put yeah. corn I in my chicken people. tortilla soup. I didn't say specifically you white people. I said white people. Hey, TJ, you don't put peanut butter in your chili every single week? Okay, so here's the shit. My family does. <laughs> my family, spaghetti noodles and peanut butter in their chili. Ugh. I did peanut, peanut butter? butter? That's heresy. I did peanut, peanut butter sandwiches in chili. chili. The uh, focus ring. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it looks. It looks like a, some kind of ring. No, no, no. This, oh, what, is, what are you trying to say? Oh, yeah, it looks like a certain type I of ring. Actually, been using that. <laughs> oh, Jessica! God damn it! <laughs> That's why you use the camera. I don't. Holy shit! This has been a good time, gentlemen. This has. My fiance just called me four times, so I'm gonna step away. David. Mm -mm. Any last words? That's all. Cool. I love you. Well, Please check out our podcast. We really appreciate y'all for listening, not just to Thoughts from the Mothership, but to all the Great Man Media products. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Tune Thank in next you. week. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Super fan Christina with a look at next week's episode of Thoughts from the Mothership. All right, so we talked about the city of Louisville. Uh -huh. We talked about how John loves Nazis. What? We talked about no, water no, no, engines. No, 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 what else did we talk about? Pyramids. We talked about pyramids. John talked about. John came out of the closet and explained what? how he was he was gay. What? He has been this entire time. No. Anyway, and that's what you can look God. forward to in the next week's episode. Oh my God.